0: Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Mariko, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right
1: now. Transforming your workplace into a mission field, you've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement. We are your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Privileged to be with you this afternoon. Martha, take it from here.
2: You know, I just want to... Um Welcome everybody that's joining us this afternoon and remind everyone if they're not aware Jim that we actually are on their favorite podcast platform. So if you ever don't catch one of our Facebook lives or some other interview that we do, you have the opportunity if you just subscribe for us on uh, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Outcast. I mean, my goodness, I listed, I looked at the list today and it's huge, all the different places. But if you're on, if you have a podcast platform you like to use, look for us there. I work for him podcast or I work for him power pod. And those are two different options that almost every day of the week you'll be getting some new um, material. So please connect with us in that way.
1: You know, as a Christ follower, I work hard and I work for Jesus. I need to invest my hard earned dollars in a way that glorifies the Lord and shows good stewardship so where do I put my money that makes a difference for too long and way too often we the body at Christ have invested in companies that give to organizations that are completely against everything we stand for I think that's amazing mm. these companies take their profits and fund nonprofits who are actively trying to fight against Christianity the voice of every of the everyday believer is in danger of being silenced forever and most of us are funding our funding that whole program through our investments. It's amazing. Enter Luke Andrews with Inspire Advisors and iInvestforhim.com. Luke brings a unique perspective about biblically responsible investing and completes the circle of the investment life by taking BRI, Biblically Responsible Investing, and... He's going to help storm the nation with this idea that our investment dollars, when they get invested properly, can not only make a difference for you, but also for the kingdom. Luke Andrews with Inspire Advisors. Welcome back to Higher Work For Him. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And
0: uh, I always love these little Facebook Live sessions. And, um, you know, hopefully there's a few people listening or watching that can get one little nugget, you know, because sometimes that one little nugget can change the path of what we're trying to do with Ethically responsible investing. So
1: yeah, glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me. So I think it's important just to start with a question because this is a faith and work show. So I'd love for you to share, Luke, just from your heart because people need to get to know Luke Andrews with Inspire Advisors. How, talk to us about a God moment you've had in your work recently.
0: The well, you know,
1: um, the probably the
0: the most the one that comes to mind is, you know, as you're going through a trial per se, you know, you kind of you felt it was, you know, just praying and you know, it was right. But then you, as you're going through the trial, so the beginning of the race is not very hard, right? When you're running a, I don't run marathons, but I know if I run five miles, um, I know the first two, three miles, you know, first mile, really easy. That second, third, fourth mile, man, it's really starting to, you start to second guess you're going to be able to finish it. And then, you know, once you're a half mile left, you're, you're sprinting, you're running hard. And, you know, that's similar to, a, I guess, a God moment in my life where I was making a transition to um, converting my practice to 100% biblically responsible investing because I left a group of really good people, right? Um, a good company, really good people. And, you know, through the process, it, it, it's not easy. It's very hard. And, um, you know, and then you, know, you start to second guess, is this the right thing? And, um, you know, God got me through it and everything's great. And I'm super excited. You know, the company I was with it for, they're doing awesome. You know, I'm, we're doing great things here as well. So, you know, all ends well, but the, the idea is that God's always with you through it. You know, the beginning of the race, your adrenaline's running, you're moving hundred miles an hour, and then you kind of hit a road bump and you might second guess, is this really what God had in store or what he wanted me to do? And, and then once you get, You can see the finish line, you know, and and now you look back. Now we can see the race, what it looked like, or the five miles you ran and go, okay, all right, I got through it, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, I'm sure we can all relate to those, those moments where you're like, you're kind of over, you know, everything's exciting at the beginning. And then you kind of get through the dull, the lulls and, and then you wonder if this is the right thing. And then once you get to the finish line, you look back and you go, beautiful, you know, Mm -hmm. I made it. Thank you, Lord.
2: Mm. You know, and I bet you there's a lot of people that are listening today that can relate to that because, um, you know, just life constantly is changing for all of us, whether it's a planned transition or something that comes along the way and just, um, you know, running the race. Keep fighting the fight and knowing about the prize that's up ahead. And um, so, Luke, you talked about the, you know, having a transition in your business. Why don't you tell the listeners why you decided to become a biblically responsible financial advisor?
0: Good. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, I didn't start off, obviously, as as a biblically responsible financial advisor. You know, I was a believer, right? I mean, there's a lot of great financial advisors and, you know, a lot of great Christian financial advisors. Um, You know, but for me, it was, I didn't know about it. Right. I had never, no one ever had talked to me about, you know, your investments and where's the return on the investment coming from and why it might matter, which we'll get into today. Um, And I've said it many times before, and you don't like the credit, but really I work for him gets the credit, you know, so because you introduced me to a book called I found Jesus in the stock market. And that book changed my mind and it would not change my mind. It really introduced me to the concept and through prayer and through counsel with others really changed my path. So I didn't start off probably a lot like most of people that are probably listening or will listen back or watch this later is you've never heard of biblically responsible investing. So I welcome you. I look forward to sharing why in my opinion, it matters. And um, you know, and hopefully when you, when you leave the this program today again you take a little nugget with you that's going to change mm-hmm. the course of how you're looking at your investments today.
1: Look, we got a lot of friends listening in today just going, "Okay, biblically responsible investing. I, I think maybe I've heard of it, maybe I haven't really heard of it. This is something that's changed your life, it's changed your trajectory. Why don't you describe it? What what is it really?"
0: So, biblically responsible investing, it's a process of finding companies that 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 do the best to line up with god's heart so my mission statement is i connect my clients values with their investments um so biblically responsible investing takes the entire stock market all the available asset all the available companies that you could buy in a stock or a mutual fund or an exchange traded fund and we look for companies that might have some some problems when it comes to pornography um, anti-family values, alcohol, gambling, tobacco, abortion. Um, you know, so those are the, and human rights violations, which is, you know, fairly big in other countries right now. Um, so we are looking for businesses that aren't involved in any of those. And there's, believe it or not, there's quite a few that are, but the good news is that there's thousands that aren't. So we're investing in the companies that, that we would be able to connect with your Um, you know, with your biblical values. And, you know, I tell people, listen, if I could show you a way to invest that you can get similar returns that you're getting now, past performance doesn't guarantee future results, um, you know, but I could do it in a way that screened out all of those items I just listed, you know, what do you got to lose, right? I mean, I, I can do great things and, and you know, do in a way that would honor God and it connects your personal values with your investments.
1: Well, it's not so much that the companies we're investing in are actually performing abortions or selling pornography or or destroying family values. It's a lot of those companies take their profit dollars and then invest them in nonprofits that have those sideways agendas that are really um, anti-Christian values, you know, against Mm -hmm. the family and against life and things like that. Look, when we own the stock of a company, we're actually, when somebody invests in the stock market, whether they're investing in an exchange traded fund or a, a mutual fund or actually direct stock purchases, they're buying a piece of a company. And so, yeah. is, I mean, how does that really
0: work? So a uh, good question. So when you, when you own a stock, whether directly you own the stock or you, you have purchased a mutual fund or an exchange traded fund that has the stock or company in it, You are a very small fractional share or small minority ownership in in per se. And you can't go tell them how to operate their business, right? That's not the type of ownership you have. Um, But what it does give you rights to is their assets and earnings. You have a small portion of their assets and earnings as a stock owner, whether it's directly in your stock or in your investment account with a mutual fund or an exchange traded fund. You know, so so what happens is if if the company does well, you know, or or like you were just getting at a minute ago, when the company is generating revenue and bringing in sales, when you invest with them, they take your investment dollars that you're partnered with them now, and th- that helps them operate their businesses. So these companies, a lot of them that uh, that we've identified through our process of BRI, it's it's a you know it's a newer process, but anyway, but we've identified tons of companies that are taking their investment, their dollars from revenue generation, and they're investing it and giving it out to Planned Parenthood and other organizations that you would never directly support. So it's a big deal when you become an owner. I like to look at the scripture of Second Corinthians six fourteen about being you know, the, the, the uh, unequally yoked, right? What is, what is righteousness have in common with wickedness? Or, you know, what is darkness have in common with light? And I know, and if you understand what a yoke is, a yoke back in biblical times was you put it on oxen, right? An ox, and then they would, they would trowel the field for you. The yoke kept them together, right? So that's what a yoke does. When you're yoked, you are officially joined. So God gave us scripture to try to teach us and warn us. You know, and and that's um, so it's not just, um, you know, when you're getting married or going into business with. But when you read the scripture, Second Corinthians 614, it talks about don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Don't be yoked with unbelievers. And I think that's pretty clear that also, in my mind, it's who I go in business with as a partner. Mm -hmm. It's who you get married to, obviously, Um, you know, because those differences God's warning us: those differences that we have with with maybe unbelievers is going to be something that separates you. It's going to be something that is going to challenge the way you do business with them. So, so you know, it's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. So
2: you're talking about um, being yoked and kind of hearing and understanding and realizing that that means that if I own a part of a company, I have a yoke with them. I am connected yes. to them. What, right. what, as an owner then, even though it may be a very small portion, what kind of rights do I and other people have as an owner of those companies?
0: Well, to their earnings and their assets. I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that as a stock owner, you have the option to do is you vote on the board of directors, right? And, and you, and I work for him has a board and the board really sets the, you know, the, the, the CEO per se is, it's kind of takes the direction from the board of directors, the board directors are the ones who decides what organizations we're going to give money to, what organizations we're going to support. And then the CEO puts the plan out and, and, and really, you know, is the overseer of the plan. So as a stock owner, you actually can vote for the board of directors who have a direct you know, in, impact on the, the steering of the company. Um, I, like, I like the analogy. I usually use a car. Um, you know, but I, I recently came across a better analogy and it's with, uh, with buying a house, right? You know, most, most adults or, or those that have been around long enough, uh, in, in their adult life have, have owned a home or have bought a home. And one of the things that you do when you buy a home, right? A home is a what? It's an, it's an asset. Mm-hmm. It's an investment, right? So before you bought that home, did you just show up and look at the house from the outside and, and buy the home? No, you put you, you made an offer to the seller. You probably looked at multiple houses first. Right. You made an offer. You had a realtor that helped you make an offer. They wrote it up. And then what'd you do? You did a home inspection, right? What, did the, what does a home inspection tell you? Well, finds out all wrote, the
1: garbage wrong with the house.
0: Exactly. And it tells you in a full page report what the issues are, mm-hmm. right? And then you go back to the seller and you say, hey, you know, we're, we'll buy the house, but we need you to make these adjustments or change the price or whatever it is. Why don't we look at our investments that way, right? We should be looking beyond the ticker symbol that's on your statement, which is usually all we see. We see a, a three, four, sometimes a five letter. That's a ticker symbol that identifies the fund you're invested in. And there could be thousands or hundreds of companies inside of that fund that you own. So why not? Why don't we inspect our investments the way we inspect our home investment? And that's hopefully that'll really tie it together for people that are listening, because most of us, like I said, have bought a house, we're going to buy a house, Mm -hmm. or maybe in the process of buying a house. Let's inspect our investments the same way we inspect our homes.
1: Mm. So you're saying we need to find out if there's termites in the foundation? When we make an investment yeah, in our stocks. Yeah, exactly. because there's Because you can't see termite damage to the naked eye. You can't see that it's there. Certainly in right. Florida, now there's other parts of the country. I grew up in Minnesota, we didn't have termites. Too stinking cold for them. But yep. you don't know what that damage is until you look. Uh, but the same things with the stock. You may have a phenomenal company that does phenomenal things out there in the marketplace, yep. but their dollars that are going to nonprofits are actually fighting the very aims of the kingdom of god
2: correct so
0: you know i i I do use planned parenthood a lot when i am speaking because it is it's very common you know and then as a believer um whether whether or not you you agree with it or don't agree with it you know but if you don't agree with it then um you'd be shocked to know that there's so many companies out there that give directly to planned parenthood which they're the number one abortion provider in the world, 300,000 abortions plus per year. I think that's 900, 900 per day, you know. So, uh, you know, as someone who may be against, uh, you don't even have to be a believer to be against it, right? And, you know, if you're just, if you're kind of for the sanctity of life, you might not want to invest in companies. And that's that's really what BRI is. It's a, faith, a faith-based process of screening out companies that you may not agree with and aligning you with companies that we would hope you would agree with.
1: BRI means what, Luke? Means biblically responsible investing. That's right. Yes. No more of that acronym stuff here on IWork.
2: Yeah, well we're well, we gonna point, make it, the audience
1: is gonna know. We're
2: gonna yeah. make it so well known that people yes. know what BRI actually stands yeah, for.
0: Inspire doesn't own BRI, right? I mean it is a it is literally a process. So it's, it's a it's,
1: movement. It, it is a, a movement. It is a movement. It yeah, a I, movement. I
0: agree 100%. God is moving in it, and, um, you know, whenever it's God's in it, he will provide, and he is doing some amazing things. We just launched our sixth exchange-traded fund today. It's called Risen R-I-S-N, um, mm-hmm. It's a tactical fund. It's awesome. RISN. That, that is not uh, an investment recommendation. I, I do have to state that. Um, really, it's just informational purposes only letting you know that uh, we do have our sixth exchange traded fund out there. We have BIBL. We have BLES. We have WWJD. We have IBD, RISN, um, I, and then uh, ISMD. I think that was six, right?
1: I think we need to have one that's I (laughs) -I I 4 I-W-4-H, I-W-4-H. Let's work on that one.
2: That's awesome. So Luke, if people are listening to this and they're like, well, how do I find out if the companies I have investments in are giving money? How do I find out where they're giving their money? And then what do I do with that information if I don't like it?
0: Yeah. uh, Well, there's a a few ways. We have a free tool. Our company has a free tool. It's called, and maybe you'll put it in the comments, but it's www.inspireinsight.com. That is our proprietary website. It's a free tool for everyone to use. And you can type in a mutual fund ticker symbol. Again, the ticker symbol is the four or five letters that identify your fund um, you, you want the website again? Inspireinsight.com. Inspireinsight.com. We got so, it. Awesome. So, so, yeah, once you go there on the very top of the page, you'll have a, a little hour, you know, a search, search bar, and you can type in the stock ticker symbol or the fun ticker symbol. And, and in in matter of seconds, you know, it's a huge database hmm. um, and you, the company will get a positive or a negative score. The The scoring system we use is a proprietary scoring system um, and it helps us identify companies that are going to be, um, that we would put in our funds or we would, we would consider investable.
1: Okay. okay. But, okay, so you're giving them a score, but I'm saying, how does the scoring company know whether, where... How do they know how to score a company? So if if I were to yeah. buy a stock of Bob's Plumbing, I don't know that it's a publicly traded stock, but let's just say Bob's Plumbing is publicly traded and I have the stock sing- symbol of P-L-U-B, plub for plumber, okay? And I <laughs> and I plug it in there and it comes up and he's a negative 70, okay? Because yeah. it goes from 100 to a positive 100 because you've said that before in previous shows. Yes. How do I know why? I want to know so, why Bob's getting yeah. hurt. The great thing about our website, we don't just give the
0: score and say, hey, you know, they're they're not at a company we've been invested in. We, we actually give – so all companies normally have some positive things that they do. We would consider these your ESG, environmental, social, and governance factors. Mm-hmm. We've added biblically responsible investing to the ESG factor. So a company could have a lot of great things that they do with the environment, with their employees, governance, and such – but if they have one violation in alcohol, gambling, tobacco, abortion, human rights, uh, anti-family—you know—any of those violations, they're always going to have a negative score. And our in that Inspire Insight um, website, once you put the ticker symbol in and it pulls it up, it'll show you the score and why. Okay. If you can click on the links inside; it'll take you to the websites or the publication or whatever the information that we found it. It'll give you the source.
2: OK, so, so I think that's, which is really neat. So I think that's a really good thing to do. And they can just open up one of their statements that they have right yeah. now with their investments. Give it a try. I think Jim and I, we should I mean, if we have we've made the switch to being biblically responsible in all of our investing. But it's yeah. still good for us to see how easy this this tool yeah. is and that people can do it from just write at their laptop or whatever. They don't they don't need right to off their, their Luke, their they,
0: smartphones, tablets, yeah. computers. They,
1: but if they want to talk to you, Luke, they just gotta text yeah. you. Seven two seven seven nine eight forty one eighty eight. Seven two seven yeah. What what seven
0: two seven seven nine eight forty one eighty eight. What was I saying, wrong? Gonna,
1: what was I saying huh? wrong? What was I saying wrong? <laughs> what was I
0: saying wrong? I'm just no, you were, you were. I, I just I interrupted. I'm rude. That's not um, true. No. my <laughs> mind started my mind started going. I was just gonna say, almost piggybacking what you were, you know, I can actually run a much more thorough report. Yeah. Um, I can take someone's, if someone was is really interested and, and they didn't just want to uh, type in, you know, one ticker symbol, they wanted me to review their entire portfolio, they can send me their statement or all their statements and I can give them a 12-page report that is detailed and far more robust than what they're going to get on the website. And they can, you know, text me, like you said, Jim, to 727-798-4188. From anywhere in the country, Uh, they can do that. Anywhere. Yep, yep. We can handle business all over the country. So,
2: You know, one of the things, Luke, that I always like to circle back to is um, we are excited about this topic. Jim and I are personally. We love how we have watched God Move in your life in this area. And the thing that I hope that people are hearing is that this is not like a commercial. This is God took Luke's workplace and shook it up and said, Hey, I want to do something different in you. I want to make you aware of some things. And then I want you to share it with other people. And I think the key for me right now, I just feel like people need to hear that, you know, you can, if you are working. 24, you know, 40 hours a week, or however many hours a week you work in order to earn an income, to have some money to set aside, and you make investments. This is where it comes full circle. It's like you're, if you are learning how to include God in your day, in your work day, and yet you take that very money that you're earning and invest it somewhere that's not honoring to God it's like we don't even realize how that clashes with our lifestyle and so that's what i hope that people really hear i mean we want to talk about this ownership you know mentality with our investments but you've earned that money by going to work and you're going to work and learning by our conversations here on i work for him all about um including god in our work day and not leaving him at home and yet what are we doing with that money when we get home so I, I just felt like that was a really important yeah. circle to make for people that are thinking, why? Yeah. Why do we talk I, about this?
0: I like to let, you know, I like to, you know, this is not a way to earn righteousness with God. This we're not, I'm not earning, you know, my salvation isn't changed by this. It's more or less like an act of worship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why do we sing, right? Why do we play instruments? You know, it's it's, we do those things for the glory of God, number one, and it's just another act of worship. Um again I I don't God doesn't give me favor for this right uh, you know I know he provides but I don't get extra favor I don't do this to earn any extra grace Right there's no more sanctification or justification by what we're doing. It's just another opportunity as an act of worship. Okay, Um, Scripture is clear about being yoked with unbelievers. Right, because what does darkness have in common with light? You know, and as I used earlier, in case some people are just logging in, the home inspection analogy. When you buy a house, your house is your most people's largest asset. Okay. Investing in the stock market is another asset, mm-hmm. okay? So if we if we take the time and spend money, we spend money to get a home inspection, for a home inspector to go check out the house you're looking to buy and, and essentially tear it apart mm-hmm. or at least uncover as many of the things that you just don't see by the plain eye. Right. And, that, and my challenge is for as believers, there's $21.1 trillion in the households of Christians investable assets of christians we can change the trajectory of this entire
1: stock market and the way corporations plan their dollars and treat their people and i mean so many things i mean that's what i want to make sure we drove home i mean this is so much of a stewardship issue but this is country impact kind of stuff because where we invest our dollars directly influences the rhetoric the the uh the dialogue in this country and right now the dialogue is primarily uh, anti-christian on almost every media outlet they they see christians as the problem not they don't see christ as the solution and part of that is christians are being way too quiet but the other part of it is we're funding it with our investment dollars luke i think that's so important tell people how they can uh, how they can get a hold of you luke and how easy it is for them to move their portfolio to you (laughs) So yeah, biblically responsible investing. You know,
0: again, it's a process. The the great news about our organization is we have forty five proprietary models. And to the to the average investor, what that means most investors are familiar with mutual funds and exchange traded funds. It's like me saying we have forty five custom proprietary mutual funds with Inspire Advisors. So it's very simple for us to build a magnificent, balanced, risk-allocated portfolio to meet your current needs of income or your retirement needs 10, 20 years down the road. Or if you're a small to medium-sized business, we have phenomenal 403 b's and 401 k's that we can set up to be biblically responsible so it is not hard to do it's something that because of this is all we do we already have everything ready to go in place so if somebody wants to get a hold of me and they're interested in in taking the next steps i'd be honored my number is again 727-798-4188 727-798-4188 my email is is Luke.andrews at inspireadvisors.com. We spell advisors this way. See in my uh, my screen oh, here. Yes. Advisors <laughs> uh, with O R S. But yeah, I'd be honored. I'd be honored to answer any questions, you know, obviously so you can find out more about me and what we do and, you know, and go from there.
1: Luke Andrews, thanks for being on iWork Ram this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Awesome, man.
0: God bless you guys. Thank you. Appreciate you having me.
1: Check them out online inspireadvisors.com or iinvest, the number for him.com or 727-798-4188 You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field but ultimately, I, I work, work For Him, him.